I'm Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties Swifties Anonymous. Anonymous. Welcome back to Swifties Anonymous. Yep. The podcast in which we talk about Taylor Swift songs and other stuff. A lot of other stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) 90% other stuff with a loose Taylor Swift structure. That sounds about right. That's us. Uh, Yeah. So we're on to uh, track five and six of Speak Now, the album. Track five. Is this one of her best track fives? There's, oh man. We need to compare all the track fives at some point. Oh, we should do a special episode, the track five episode. I don't know if I've ever met a track five I didn't like. It's so true. Even the first album. Yeah, Cold As You. just kind of meh. Like, Cold As You is one of the best songs on that album. It's true. So. So, um, for our listeners who aren't Taylor Swift fans, all one of you or less, <laughs> track five, if you didn't listen to our other episodes, is usually the most emotionally vulnerable song of Taylor's on the album. Yes. Sometimes it's the saddest. Sometimes. Usually, uh, yeah, it seems like it's pretty much the saddest. Yeah. Sad being a relative term. I don't know what that means. This is a real good track five. It's so good. I think it's the, is it the best track five yet? Definitely the best track five yet. I don't know though, White Horse. I mean, White Horse really is special, but this song, this song really does just, decimates <sighs> my life. As far, as far as like vulnerability, yes. And yeah. like savagery. <laughs> Savage. Okay. So the song. How do we get into this? Where okay. do you even begin? Okay. Well, the song is Dear John. And I'll give you a little bit of background for those of you who don't. I mean, I'll just start with a little bit and we'll discuss. So Taylor has said of the song, it's sort of like that last email you would ever send to someone that you used to be in a relationship with. Usually people write this venting last email to someone and they say everything that they want to say to that person. And then they usually don't send it. Hmm. I guess by putting this song on the album, I am pushing send. Well, she did press send. She destroyed that send button. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's rumored that she will email a person if she writes a song about them and like ask permission if there's something that's going to like identify them. Is that true? I don't know. And then she obviously, she didn't do that to this person. Yeah. She ironically didn't hit the send button. Literally, but figuratively. Right. She did. So, yeah. so who, I mean, it's so unclear about? Yeah, about who this song is about. Do you have that answer? I have an answer. <gasps> um, so Dear John, first of all, clever song title. Oh, it's so great. So good. But it is rumored to be about John Mayer, <gasps> the man, the myth, the legend. Really? Yes. And their relationship reportedly, which I guess they never admitted they were dating or anything at the time openly, right. but reportedly the relationship lasted from December 2009 to February 2010. So I guess this was after Taylor Lautner. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that tracks. At the time, John Mayer was 32 years mm-hmm. old age and Taylor was 19, obviously. So <sighs> let mm. that be We'll get into that is. later. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that she called it Dear John is so genius. It is. Especially, especially ugh. Gross. 
especially given <laughs> John's reaction, him, you know, freaking out about this whole thing, which we'll get into in a minute. But yeah, um, the fact that she called it Dear John and that a Dear John letter is absolutely a thing that gives it her did. some it plausible deniability, right? Like, yeah, like it could be about anyone. Yeah, it's, Dear John, exactly. it's, it's the Nicholas Sparks movie slash novel. It, that is my thoughts. Exactly. When did that come out in relation to this? Probably around the same time. It had to have been, right? I mean, Channing Tatum. I mean, that's that era ish. Yeah. Wasn't he in it? I don't know. I think he I was. Think, and yeah, Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the references to John Mayer, there's several in the song that some people could say are him, <laughs> hmm. um, including the mention of their over 10 year age gap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Intrigue. And, and his long list of girlfriends that, you know, he's probably hurt. Right. Which including Jessica Simpson and Jennifer Aniston. And didn't he date like Katy Perry too? That's what I was thinking too. And I feel like there was another like really famous girl. But I can't I should have looked this up, but I, I did not. Yeah. I, can I just ask you a question? Yes. How do you feel about John Mayer as a musician? Um, so I definitely used to like his music when I was first discovering music just in general. Um I feel <laughs> yes. like his his early stuff was like it was pretty good for like, yeah. you know, boring guitar playing white guy music. Let's be real. And like, he's obviously a very talented guitar player. Yes, he is. Um, but yeah, as time went on, he keeps writing the same songs over and over. I haven't listened to him since before any of this. So since Gravity, since Waiting on the World. <laughs> Sorry, I made it clip. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can agree with you on that. I, I yeah. think you kind of listen to him more, but. I've never done yeah. a deep dive into his discography, but he definitely has some good songs yeah. that I like. But he does seem kind of like the worst. Right. And so, it's like, it really hurts his music because he absolutely does have some really good songs, but yeah. the fact that he is so terrible. And like, yeah, okay, separating the art from the artist, we get it. But like, it, when he's so public about his awfulness, it's hard to <laughs> separate True. it. True. So. Yeah. And you could see like that kind of persona definitely... I can see this playing out like Taylor Swift seeing this super talented, probably cocky, charming guy. And yeah, like, and he was, you know, he kind of yeah, takes advantage. He's been in the industry for 15 years at this point, 10 or 15 years. So like, and he was really stinking famous and, you know, probably Grammy nominated. Not going to fact check that because I don't care. Um, <laughs> and like her being a young impressionable girl and musician also you know yeah she truly was the victim here guys either way no matter what actually <laughs> went down she was 19 that's true i mean she was i mean he yes. well we'll get into it okay so <laughs> let's move let's, on with the story how much more we got okay moving on with the story so obviously look at the lyrics it was a terrible relationship he she obviously had to walk on eggshells around him and he obviously played games with his, mm-hmm. her mind, and she was warned by people how terrible he was. But you know, so his response to the song. Do you want to talk about right. this, Kristen? I guess. I feel like okay. I've been doing a lot here's, of the talking. So I, I want to hear you read to the song. So I'll just read exactly what he said. Okay. In an interview with Rolling Stone in 2012, which is a full year after the song came out. Oh yeah, Ooh. two years really. Oh, yeah. after the song came um, out. Um. Still, yeah. Can you hear Snips meowing because she just go into town? Yeah. Snips, please. I'm going to have to close my door. Um, Snips. So, 
Anyway, he says, We're talking anyways, about John Mayer. So he goes, it's important. Uh, it made me feel terrible because I didn't deserve it. I'm pretty good at taking accountability now, and I never did anything to deserve that. If you could see my face right now. <laughs> it was a really lousy thing for her to do. I never got an email. I never got a phone call. I was really caught off guard. It really humiliated me at a time where I'd already been dressed down. I mean, how would you feel if at the lowest you've ever been, someone kicked you even lower? <sighs> Boo-hoo. Okay. Here's the thing about him being kicked while he was down. He had received a ton of backlash for an interview he did with Playboy like the year before where he said some really terrible, racist, awful stuff. So the reason why he was down, quote unquote, at this point was because he was receiving the consequences consequences of some awful things he said so him trying to play the victim at this point is even more laughable yeah and i mean saying like i never did anything to deserve that i mean because to be fair even taylor takes a little bit of blame in the song she's kind of like yeah maybe i was innocent or whatever yeah yeah maybe i was too optimistic yeah like naive or whatever and he's like i never did anything i'm good at taking accountability so (laughs) like do you hear yourself? I'm really humble, guys. I, too, am extraordinarily humble. Yeah. I didn't really think he was the worst necessarily from the song, but just his response right. is like, okay. Because there's two sides to every story. Whatever, Absolutely. But- yes. Um, okay. And continuing in the same in your interview, Continue, though, please. Um, he says, so they he was asked about the song's line, don't you think I was too young to be messed with? He says, I don't want to go into that. What does that mean? Like, he realizes. Come on. Maybe. Or, I don't know. Okay, so he continues. I will say, as a songwriter, that I think it's kind of cheap songwriting. I know she is the biggest thing in the world, but and I'm not trying to sink anybody's ship, but I think it's abusing your talent to rub your hands together and go, wait till he gets a load of this. That's bull. Beep. <laughs> um, Beep. I'm sorry. Cheap songwriting? <laughs> yeah. <Yo. laughs> No. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I know. Especially considering uh, one of his songs on his newest album is literally called Why You Know Love Me. Is it like that meme? It's like, oh, why, why you know? know? Like the like letter the, Y. <laughs> like the Rage comic you know. from 2010? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I kept seeing like memes about it on like Taylor Swift fan pages on Instagram. And I didn't know that it was real, and so I had to look it up. And I listened to Why You Know Love Me, the song, and he really does say, why you why you know love me, why you know even care, stuff like that. But why? Yeah. I, I looked up it. an article about why he did that, because apparently people were like, hey, um, what? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's an artistic choice, like blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, well, we didn't think that you went into the recording booth and just accidentally sang it like you clearly wrote this like are you kidding anyway oh my yeah so yeah cheap songwriting that's totally like this is genius songwriting because she doesn't name his i mean the fact that again like the dear 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 don (laughs) dear john title like it could she she has some some uh, I just, okay. I was thinking it like, gives her some deniability. Like, what do you mean? Deniability. That's and, the word I couldn't think of. Yeah. <laughs> she responded in an interview. Yes. I love this. How presumptuous. I never disclose who my songs are about. Great. Perfect Chef's reply. Kiss. Yeah. Okay. That is really <laughs> to assume the song. You hear the song and okay, it has your name in it, but it's also 
dear John, like, please get over yourself. And the fact that he listened to it and saw himself in it. If the shoe fits, Johnny boy. Yeah, you're just admitting fault here. Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> Could have been about anyone. Right. The fact that you would own up to it in that way. Yeah. That's uh, a little incriminating. Someone is guilty. So. Yeah. So what, how do you feel about the song as a song? Oh, I love this song. Me too. I have one more thing to add about the um, the background. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So Please add. going back to Jessica Simpson. Oh, okay. Um, So she dated John Mayer in a few years ago before this. I can't remember when exactly. 2005-ish something? Something like Post that. Post anyway. Shay. Yes. Hopefully. Um, and she, in her tell-all memoir entitled Open Book, which she wrote last year, she is very specific about how awful John Mayer was in their relationship. And it lines up exactly with things that Taylor says. Oh, really? Like things That's like interesting. not being sure who she was going to be talking to on the phone, basically, and like having to agonize over texts when they would talk, like trying to make sure she was going to say the right thing to not upset him. Oh, man. Walking on eggshells. He would break up with her over email and then beg for her to come back and then break up with her again. He was basically using her for like heartbreak inspiration so that he could write songs. Wow. It sounds like he needs some help. Betterhelp.com. Yeah. yeah. Let's get a little. Uh, John Mayer, if you're listening to this, um, betterhelp.com. Use the code SWIFTIES. Oh, man. Actually, you can probably afford um, to pay full price. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, don't use the code. <laughs> the The code's not real. So you can type in the code if you want, but I don't know if it's going to do anything. Yeah. Go ahead and type in the code, John. Um, anyway, so. Anyway. Enough about hating on John Mayer. Just kidding. We're still going to hate on him. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot more to go. Yeah, we have a lot more. Okay, well, let's anyway. get into some fun facts about the song that we haven't yeah. already covered. So this was the longest song that she had ever released, or still technically has ever released. Yeah. Until we get the 10 minute all too well. The thing I love about the length of the song, it doesn't, you know, there's some like six, seven minute songs that just you feel every yeah. second of that. And you're like, okay, I'm ready for this to be done. This doesn't do that. I feel like it's written so, I don't know. It doesn't feel seven minutes long. No, it doesn't. It just Wait, flies it's seven by. minutes? Well, it's like six, six forty-five. Ten minutes and 33 seconds. It's, yeah, 10 hour edition. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, I, I didn't know that until like I was reading this fact. I always thought it was like maybe four. Yeah, because I mean, it definitely, it's a long song. And yeah. she has some long, you know, four minute, 30 songs, but. So those guitar instrumentals in the background can you please tell us a little bit about that Kristen? oh i mean like she's basically saying look how easy it is to write your own song because this is real real lazy guitar work to build your whole career around oh was she really saying that that's yes. what she was saying i mean the honestly that is the best that is the best and most obvious call out yeah in the song even more if she hadn't even used his name like yeah like that that's the call out Pure genius. That is not the lazy real call songwriting in the guitar riff. It really is, or cheap songwriting. Yeah, it's great. I love it. So petty, but in a good way. Yeah, and I can he just picture. It. I'm assuming it's Mr. Nashville playing that. Oh, um, I'm sure. It better be because that's who I'm picturing. Hope he does the John Mayer face when he plays it. Oh like, yeah, man. We have so much more to make fun of. Because like John Mayer back in the day, you know, he's obviously attractive. Like facial symmetry, whatever. Mm -hmm. But that guitar face, 
<laughs> the opposite of musician hot. Yes, literally the opposite. Uh, so. Oh yeah, they also. They got? Another fun fact: they collaborated together on one of John Mayer's songs, uh, "Half My Heart," which oh, yeah. was released four months before "Dear John." I remember that song. So I think that's kind of supposedly the collaboration that kind of led to their relationship. So kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, <laughs> my favorite fun fact. Uh, John, dear John, that is, wrote a song in response to this. Allegedly. He tried to write his own diss track. He really did. Um, called Paper Doll. Mm-hmm. Three years too late. Three, a solid three years too late. Have you have you heard that song? Oh, have I? <laughs> oh man, it honestly like I remember us listening to it like when it first came out. Yeah, and we we're like, oh yeah, this song's supposed to be about Taylor Swift. You know, we didn't know the whole context of it. Um, but it's like it's not a bad song. No, it's not. I like the guitar part and the um the music video. <laughs> the music video is so great. I love it. So please look up the music video for Paper Doll. It's this old lady dancing through a neighborhood. It's like the most opposite you can get it's, from Taylor Swift. Yeah. He probably did that on purpose. Probably. But it really, it's like a very relaxing music. It video. is. Some would say boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so boring. okay, the thing is, is if he wants to call out like cheap songwriting and like calling like, oh, she called me out, like whatever, and that's fine. But he did the same thing in the song yeah but not as good right i mean he directly replied to taylor's line you paint me a blue sky then go back and turn it to rain um with and if those angel wings don't fly someone's gonna paint you another sky Mm -hmm. also what else does he say in the song uh like 22 girls in one or yeah you're like 22 girls in run in one and none of them know what they're running from so he waited until red came out so he's still like red references in this like he talks about the scarf like please and then dress like he makes some reference to the dress i I assuming like oh the girl in the dress cried the whole way home right (sighs) yeah it's it's pretty lazy and it's his perspective is so weird because he's saying like she doesn't know who she is yet and so she's changing up her style and look and sound every couple years which first of all okay a 19 year old girl not knowing who she is wow Correct. 19-year-olds <laughs> wow. do not know who they are. Can you insert the Owen Wilson? Wow. Wow. Oh, I will find it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it. number two, that's a, a really good um, way to bring up the issue of her having to change up her style or sound it, you know, every few years to stay relevant in the industry. So thank you, John, for bringing that yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, true. have you ever listened to The Man? Right. And <laughs> John, you can release the same crappy, boring white boy music album every two years and you're fine guys that wear socks and sandals no you know what no it's guys that wear flip-flops and like uh cargo shorts they listen to john mayer yeah really any guy that wears flip-flops or open-toed shoes in public that's fair all right are we done with the background (sighs) are we done roasting john for now i think we're done roasting okay we might come back we might okay so our little who's the confession to Confessions. That's pretty obvious. Pretty unclear. Dear John. About, um, John Deere. <laughs> Sir John Deere. Sir John Deere. He's knighted. Do you want to talk about the lyrics? Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to begin again. I know. I know. They're so good. <sighs> Should Sorry. we just dive into our favorite lines? The cat that was yelling earlier is now on my lap and 
demanding pets and I can't scroll through the lyrics. <laughs> Snips, get down here. Uh, I mean, get please, down. Uh, or if you can just lay down, that'd be great. Something. Okay. Um. So, yeah, all these lyrics are just heartbreaking. They really are. Yeah, maybe we should just start with our favorite and then... Because I had a lot of favorites. Yeah, there's so many good ones. It was hard to pick. So what was your favorite? You go ahead. I think my absolute total favorite... Like, should I do my favorite favorite or should... D- D- I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to say my favorite. I mean, this is pretty obvious. I'm shining like fireworks yep. over your set in detail. <laughs> it's the best. It's what? the best. What a visual. I mean, honestly... It only gets more relevant as time goes by because, like, look where she is now and look where he is now. I mean, have you? did you see the performance that she did of the song? Um, I guess it was just on her Speak Now world tour. It's, like, the one on YouTube. No. I was watching it just because I was, like, looking to make sure there wasn't a music video and that came up. And so I was like, I'm going to watch it. But at that point, she, like, has, like, fireworks erupts <sighs> on the stage and it's amazing. That is amazing. Like a fireworks show kind of thing. Yeah. Was so, that your favorite too? Well, that was my absolute fr- favorite. So what I wrote was, okay, so first of all, the bridge. The then whole bridge. Specifically the end of the bridge. Oh. And then specifically, even more specifically, is that line. It's like yeah. your types and your subtypes and your sub-subtypes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What were some of your other favorites? Because I had a bunch written down. Yeah. Um, I love... The other thing I had was the girl in the dress cried the whole way home. But then even better was when at the end when she says the girl in the dress wrote you a song. Yes. That is like Ugh. chills. <laughs> like, hey. Just you saying that actually gave me a little, little goose pimples. Um, I also loved, uh, I mean, these are two separate lines, but back to back. Yes. They hurt. Um, you paint me a blue sky, then go back and turn it to rain. So good. And then immediately after, the one-two punch, I lived in your chess game, but you changed the rules every day. <sighs> he sounds like the worst. So manipulative. I'm so glad she called him out. I know. Especially after that Jennifer Aniston thing. What was the Jennifer Aniston thing? Oh, wait. Who wrote the book? Jessica Simpson. Oh, that's what I meant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know like, why. He also dated Jennifer Aniston, though, right? Right. It was Jessica Simpson. I just My feel like bad. it's been like... I don't know if it's been like he's been super called out for being terrible until really until the Jessica Simpson book. Because like, you know, this song obviously ruffled his feathers, but it didn't seem like many people were like, oh, is John Mayer terrible? Yeah. To women specifically, because because of course he said a bunch of terrible things um, in an interview and he got shut down for that. But yeah, I don't know. It's like no one really cared. Yeah, that's the thing, because no one, like, not your average person is going to listen to this song that that carefully and be like, oh, this is obviously about John Mayer and, like, stop listening to his music or something. Right. Ugh. Did he reply to the book? Do you know? Um, Did he whine th- about that as well? <laughs> I guess he tried to apologize and she didn't really care, so. <laughs> Got him. She don't want your closure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Jessica Simpson. For all of her other like people that she um, talked about in the book, you know, she asked permission and you know sent yeah. emails and whatever to let yeah. them know and, and everything. She didn't do that for John. <laughs> that is amazing. She was like, he knows the stories. He knows what happened. That's like, wow. He must be the worst. Amazing. Well, let's get into the tropes. I want to hear those tropey tropes. I'm gonna rub my hands together again. There's a lot. This is one big trope just in general 
It's basically my horrible famous ex, the song, call this guy out, the song, and should have known the song, True. which are really big tropes. Um, we've got a Mama Swift mention, mm-hmm. specifically um, Mama knew that he was terrible and I didn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sad. Mama knows um, best. Yeah. Falling for the bad guy, the weather as emotions. Yep. Um, Because we've got rain and blue skies and the idea of the guy being so terrible that it ruins her nice weather. Turns it terrible. Isn't that cold as you? She kind of does that too. Yes. Yes. Track five specifically. Um, Love is a game. And it's the Queen's Gambit edition because it's chess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This manipulative or emotionally unavailable guy. um, It's seems a little psychologically abusive a little bit not not a fan um we got a phone call but she stopped picking up because she didn't like having to wonder who she was gonna get on the phone True. um i wrote you a song and this is it i love that one um we've got a dress uh not wide-eyed optimism but blind optimism <laughs> that line also kills me the age yep. which is a yikes um <laughs> can i get a yikes i would have yeah can we get a yikes in the chat uh i would have loved you forever we've got other girls mentioned but it's in a different way than normal there's no like she kind of thing <laughs> uh fire i, I feel like them. is one. Oh, probably um fireworks two different things we've got a sad empty town I don't know if she'd have, she said that before, but any kind of like yeah, town in general, town. I'm going like to associate town. that with a small town. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, the whole thing, the I whole definitely thing. miss some, but you know, this song is less about individual lyric tropes and more of the whole uh, story as a whole, which is very quite tropey. Yes. Yeah. And definitely like the, the matches, like you said, the fire, like that's definitely a trope. I mean, yeah. Pictures to burn. I mean, come on. Oh, true. And now when you were saying the age, yikes edition, so I was just thinking, is it weird because she was 19 and he was 32? And then I did the half your age plus seven thing. It's definitely weird. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was weird, weird, but I was like, maybe it's not weird to other people, but it's pretty weird. No, it is very weird. And especially going back to Paper Doll, him complaining about her being immature, basically. Like, correct. She's a teenager. What did you expect? <laughs> yeah. It's like 19-year-olds are not mature just in general. Yeah. And that's like, just because you're technically an adult doesn't mean that you are mature enough, especially for a relationship with a 32 or whatever year old man. True. Red flag. Definitely. And our secret message is (gasps) loved you from the very first day. Hmm. It's kind of sad. That is kind of sad. Because she probably had a crush on him for a long time and probably then realized, oh, wait, I should have listened to my mom and everyone else. I wonder if she like listened to his first couple albums and was like, oh, like we all were. Yeah. Like, oh, gravity. Gravity. <laughs> yeah. What would you rate this? I rated it. It was like an eight mm-hmm. or 8.25. <laughs> we're doing point two oh, five. No, I'll just keep, I'll just keep my eight. I'll keep okay. My eight. I gave it a 10. So what? Yeah. That's awesome. The first 10. I... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's really good. <laughs> like, there's nothing... Like, know. every line is as sharp as it gets. Yeah. You know, there's no, like, throwaway lines. Everything means something. That's true. It's sad as heck, which I'm a sucker for. And yes. it's... I just... It's I a perfect it. I Is that so your much. first 10? Yeah. I mean, it is... Yeah. 
it's really good. It lyrically, it is definitely a ten to me. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I don't know what why it's not other ways, but that's just what I wrote down, and I'll stick with it. Yeah. No, I feel you. Oh, another line that is not that gives me the ouchies. You are an expert at sorry and keeping lines blurry. <sighs> <sighs> so mean. I mean, so him good. to her. Right. Never impressed by me acing your test. Ugh, the whole bridge. I can't. Every single, yeah, every line. So how swifty is it then? I, it's crazy swifty. Like I like a 9.5 or maybe even a 10. I don't know. I mean, as far as sad swifty, it, it might be a this 10. checks all the boxes. Because like fearless is a 10, but that's like happy swifty. Right. There's but different this, levels. Yeah. This is just because like they're opposite, complete opposite ends of the spectrum. They're still. They're both. Yeah. That's just, that's just how she is. Yeah, I love it. So 10. 10. Fireworks. Dark, twisted games. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, no, no, I like that. I was going to say fireworks uh, over, over your, your sad, sad empty, empty town, towns. but yeah, there's so many good ones that you could, there's so many good lines you could just make. Yes. Things. Tired, lifeless eyes. Oh, eyes. I didn't even. <gasps> you didn't count eyes? Count eyes. We missed eyes. Okay, that's it. It's an 11. Yeah, the it's, scale. A, it's a 45 that just tipped it over. out of 10, really. Honestly, all we're missing is like 2 a.m. True. I feel like in her 10 minute version of this, no, 20 minute version of this song, which I'm sure exists. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> there's probably a 2 a.m. <laughs> when we dated from September or whatever, December at 2 a.m. She doesn't mention a month. <laughs> it's the only other thing, too. True. So we did it. <laughs> did, is this it? Anything I else to mention? I, I mean, mean, we destroyed this man. And I'm. I feel like John Mayer won this round because we talked more about him than Taylor. <sighs> yeah, well, but it's all bad stuff. That's that's how it goes. We love you, John Mayer. Please come on the show. Oh, I'm just kidding. Gosh, yeah. Oh, we get him on the show, and then we're like, why? <laughs> why you do? What why was the name you no of love? Song? Why you no love? Me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's take a break, and then we come back. We talk about mean. Okay, that song was written about us. Yeah. By John Mayer. True. <laughs> Welcome back to Swifties Anonymous. Where the next song is titled by our personality. Yeah. What? Our joint personality. <laughs> mean. Mean. Sorry, we're so mean. We are mean sometimes. Um, especially to John Mayer. Yeah. Just those who don't Yeah. Gotta be so mean. What do you think of this song? Uh, I like the song. It's Me always, too. I mean, it's so country, but it's like, I don't know, it's just kind of like campy and fun. Yeah. I've, I've always liked it. It, yeah, me too. Like, I mean, it's definitely country, but it's so, it leans into the country exactly enough to where it's like, yeah. The yeah. banjos and the fiddles, I'll actually call them fiddles this time. And everything, it's it's fun. Yeehaw. Yeah, yeah it's, it's lean into the yeehaw. <laughs> Just accept it. Surrender to Yeehaw Taylor. Yes. So the song, I did not, I mean, up until recently, like when this song came out, I had no idea what it was about. I just always thought it was like something about just don't be a bully or whatever. Right. Which is kind of true. But so you've talked about before the performance that Taylor did with Stevie Nicks of Rhiannon. Correct. At the 2010 Grammy Awards. Mm-hmm. So for any of you people listening, make sure you look that up. <laughs> I had to rewatch it again last night just to rem- remind myself. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So I guess you said mm-hmm. that she couldn't hear herself. I imagine. I, allegedly. I mean, I'm sh- Yeah. I would hope that was the problem. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can't imagine, like, I don't know. I'm sure it's hard to hear yourself in award shows and stuff. Oh, I'm you sure. You know, it's not unheard of for, like, bad performances, you know. Yeah. And we know, obviously, she can sing on key. It was just, Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't really, I, I wasn't a big fan of the performance after that of You Belong With Me. Oh, yeah. That one's that was really, a weird arrangement. Real weird. Yeah. So, so that was, that happened. And right. I mean, yeah, it happens. It's, it's a live performance. So there's going to be stuff mm-hmm. that happens. So I guess that she got made fun of a lot or blasted by critics. Yeah. And there was a specific review. By this man named Bob Lafette. Le- no, how do you? How would you pronounce Le- that last name? Lef Lefsets. Bob Lefsets. Does that sound right? Yeah, we're just gonna call him Bob. Bob. Even though we're not on first name basis. <laughs> um. Oh, now I have to say it again. Who wrote in his Lefsets letter? Lef- I guess it's. <laughs> Lef- I think you're adding some Lef- syllables. Lef- Lefsets. Has Bob ever heard of getting an easier last name? Yeah, just Bob L, please. Yeah, Bob L. Imagine having a last name, Bob. So (laughs) he wrote in this letter this review of Taylor's performance, and just to kind of paraphrase it, he said, "Did Taylor Swift kill her career overnight? I'll argue she did. In one fell swoop, Taylor Swift co-signed herself to the dustbin of teen phenoms. Phenoms." Phenoms? Phenoms. I don't know. Phenomena? Yeah, I'm like, how do you say the shortened version of that? Right. Where do you put the emphasis? The emphasis. Um, (laughs) Okay, so basically then he said, Taylor's too young and dumb to understand the mistakes she made. I don't think that one subpar performance is going to kill your career, but go off. Yeah, I mean, he kind of wrecked her a lot. Like, if you read the whole... review thing he wrote it's pretty mean yeah it is yeah it's mean it's real mean like it's not just i didn't enjoy this it's just mean yeah and he did say in fact she can't sing Mm -hmm. so that's why obviously it's like okay this guy probably is the main inspiration for the song right like obviously her voice hasn't matured at this point like she can very much sing she didn't sing well this particular evening but she can sing she can let's don't be so dramatic bob yeah Man, imagine being a grown man and getting all fired up about a teenage girl's performance. Wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry, this, but the whole thing cracks me up. This episode is like <laughs> grown men that are babies. So true. Yeah, and she's supposed to be the immature one. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, she obviously like had thin skin, probably. Yeah. Then. She didn't quite know how to shake it off yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, I mean, she's she said some stuff about this song. And for example, she said, basically, no matter what, you're going to be criticized for something that you do. But I also get there are different kinds of ways to criticize someone. There's constructive criticism. criticism. Oh, my goodness. There's professional <laughs> criticism. And then there's just being mean. And there's a line that you cross when you just start to attack everything about a person. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what happened with this guy. No constructive criticism. Like, maybe next time, maybe she could, like, do this better. Right. Like, nope. even if you're going to be, like, say something like, oh, she can't sing. She needs vocal lessons. Yeah. Like, she can write a song, but she needs to work on her vocals. Okay. Like, fair. yeah. Okay. And guess what? She did. She did. She's definitely improved her vocals. Yes. Yeah. No, just being mean is different from, like, not liking something. Yeah. Or you can be critical. Like, I mean, this whole podcast, like, 
<laughs> we can be critical of Taylor's music, but we're not mean. No. Except for, I mean, I guess you could argue we're mean to the song change. Yeah. But I mean, we're trying to, this, the whole point of the podcast is to go through and talk about what we like and dislike about songs. That's true. But hopefully the like, I mean, I think that what we like overpowers anything that we <laughs> I gave the last song a 10, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Here, let me think. What would I change about the song change? Make it that was more rhetorical. specific. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, let's not go back to that. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, some fun fun facts is that the song won awards at the 54th Grammy Awards for Best Country Song and Best Country Solo Performance. So take that, Bob. Got him. And she performed it at the Grammys. Did you watch the Grammys performance? I did, and it sounded great. Yeah. I mean, like, her live vocal at this point was still, like, a tiny bit shaky, and she's a little off-key at some points, but she's vastly improved. Also, I don't really mind, like, vocal slips-ups. Like that? Yes. Exactly like like this entire podcast. I'm sorry for our listeners. Yeah, I don't... Neither of us can talk talk today. It's really... It's rough. Um... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, any like vocal slip ups, like whatever, when it's a live show and they're showing that they're playing live, that's just that's what happens. It's not going to be perfect. And that's what makes it special and shows that she will perform live and not on a backing track and and stuff. So yeah, I'm here for it. And I liked that performance a lot. I especially loved when she changes the lyrics and she says, someday I'll be singing this at the grammys oh so great i love it because you can see like especially when she sings like the bridge the way she looks into the camera with like that fire in her eyes yeah it's like she's singing it right to bob it's so great that she was able to perform it at the grammys too yeah and won awards for it yes like so got him take that bob congratulations bob you got a song written about you written for you there you go that's great yeah and i love how she was actually brave enough to to reply and because i mean i'm sure it was embarrassing yeah so instead of just like oh well let's just hope everyone forgets about that like she's actually like nah this is you shouldn't be mean exactly i don't care even though i mean what does she say in the song like oh you pointed out my flaws again like i don't already see them like yes yeah. like obviously i know i have flaws like right but, yeah. she's like i anyway. know that i don't have the huge giant arena voice or whatever it's called mariah carey voice or right. christina aguilera or whatever but but she can write songs like this. Exactly. Who's this confession to? Who is the confession to, Bob? <laughs> I guess it's to Bob. But it could also be to any of our other critics. Yeah. Or people who are mean. Yeah. Those, those high school girls that went to the mall without her <sighs> when yes. she was 13 or whatever. <laughs> exactly. So the one thing, if we're going into the lyrics now. Yeah, let's do it. The one thing that does bug me a tiny bit about the song, which I guess... Because, okay, add this to the tropes. It is dramatic, and that's that's what I love about it. Right. But in the verse where she says, I bet you got pushed around. Somebody made you cold, but the cycle ends right now. Um, she's basically like, you were probably bullied. I'm not going to sink yes. to your level. And then in the bridge, she goes on to tell him how he's a pathetic liar who will die alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but I was thinking about it. And while that is like, it's a little bit hypocritical sounding to have it like pretty much back to back in the songs. She's talking more about, you know, she's not going to start bullying other people. You know, she's not going to become bitter from receiving criticism and start just right. being mean for no reason. The cycle ends you know, right here. Yeah. She's going to be, she'll be mean back to you if you deserve it. But <laughs> yeah, 
That's true. Yeah, she's not going to um, attack anybody who can't defend themselves. Yeah. Because this guy, he probably wrote a, another blog post about it. Probably. <laughs> I was reading something about his reply to it, and it was another mean thing. And I was just like, whatever, yeah. this guy's the worst. And then he like reviewed her, I think the fearless Taylor's version, and mm-hmm. was still mean. Yeah. So it's like, this guy's just a jerk. <laughs> right. Look at him. Yeah, I think maybe, did he just like decide to double down and just become a hater because I guess in the blog post about the Grammys performance, he talks about how he loved Fearless and he he thought it totally deserved to win the Grammys that it won and yeah. like really loved the album. But then like this performance was the worst and ruined her career. And then, you know, when she came back and was even better, his mind wasn't changed. He was just like, nope, still hater. Like, yeah, yeah what a you're, baby. You're just mean. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, not constructive criticism. at all. No. Uh, did you have a favorite line? Uh, I think I did. Let me find it. I found it. Okay. My notes are really messy. <laughs> Wait, do you want to go first? I, did I go first last time? Oh. Um, In case we have the same one again. Sure. Well, okay, so I wrote down two, but my ultimate favorite is just someday I'll be living in a big old city and all you're ever going to be is mean. I Yes, I love I that mean, one too. It's perfect. Yeah. So what was your favorite? Um, my, I think my favorite is I walk with my head down, try to block you out. Cause I'll never impress you. That's a good one. My other, my second or my runner up line, I guess, is drunk and grumbling on about how I can't sing. Yes. But all you are is me. So <laughs> savage. <laughs> also, this song, I had a hard time picking a favorite lyric because they're all so good. They are. And so sharp again. Yeah. Um, I also, I love the first verse all together. Like all those lines, um, words like knives and swords and weapons that you use against yes. me. Yes. So good. I mean, this album so far is just it's, it's nonstop. So good. Like her writing is I just it's just funny, like really listening to these songs and really diving to the lyrics. Like I just I've been sleeping on this album. I know. I feel like a blind fool. Yeah. But yeah, the, the vocal melody is amazing. Every yes. lyric and again, there's no like throwaway lines. It's they all mean something and they're all good in their own way. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's like, it's so, just the song is just so peppy and like, I mean, we talk, like cheeky, like, I, I don't know. It just fits it perfectly. It's not, it's not like boohoo, you're so mean. Exactly. It's like, yeah, you can, you can be rude and mean all you want, but I'm going to make it. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in a big old city. So um, mean walked. So shake it off could run. True. Mean <laughs> was before she knew how to shake it off quite yet, yes. but yes. Is it time for tropes? Let's do the tropes. Okay. So this is another one, like listing them out, I had a hard time doing because the whole song, it just, Mm -hmm. this was her first real, like, this is a call out song to my haters. Yeah. At me next time. Um, So this is really being an underdog, the song. It's got all these battle metaphors, but she's kind of also saying, I mean, she doesn't say it explicitly, but she says... The message of the song is that the pen is mightier than the sword. Yes. Um, anyway, her reaction to criticism and bullying and haters in general, big city dreams. Mm-hmm. We got fire somewhere in here. Lies, holding grudges, calling this guy out, optimism. Uh, yeah. It doesn't sound like a lot, but the drama of it all. The drama. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't seem tropey on paper, but it very much, it's on brand. It really is. Yeah. Oh, and the secret message. I thought you got me. So what does that mean? That's what I was wondering. Like, like you thought you got me. Like you thought you you thought you got me good kind of thing. But I thought May- you got me. Like she thought that he got her. <laughs> I don't know. 
Is it like a got him kind of way or is it or is it like a like understood? Yeah. I thought it was like a got him kind of way. Yeah. I think I really don't know. I don't know either. I was having trouble. Like, again, to like the got him kind of way would make more sense as if it was like you thought. Like you thought you got me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I really I I can't decipher this one. It's a really secret message. It's so secret. Can someone write in and explain it to us? (laughs) Yes, please. It's. The most confusing since Shake and Bake. Right. And Shake and Bake was clearly just an inside joke. So, yeah. Um, What did you rate this? I rated it a seven. Ooh. A I seven. do really like this song. Yeah. Makes I do me too. feel happy. This one's also fun to play, like, on guitar. Yeah. I, I mean, I've ever I learned know. it. It's fun to play just because you can sing it with, like, a super country accent and it sounds... This is true. It's this is fun. peak Taylor's know. country accent, I think, because yeah. <laughs> she's definitely like accentuating it. I don't know yeah, if that's the right word. <laughs> she's playing it up. Is this her most country song, like since "Nobody, No Crime" or like before "Nobody, No Crime"? This is probably her most like straightforward country, I would say. Yeah, except since... for the first album, but that definitely well, is since more this pop. since 2010 or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, speaking of country. Um, so in the music video and on the Grammys performance, she's playing a guitar, but it has a banjo like body. But you can tell it has six strings and the headstock is very much a guitar because I was very confused by that staring at it. Like, is she playing banjo? But the way she's strumming, I'm like, that is not how you play banjo. And it doesn't have the string like, you know, has the one string that's like high on the neck or the, the one little turning. Yeah. Down. So I Googled it, like I literally Googled the sentence, was Taylor Swift playing a banjo at the 2011 Grammy Awards or whatever it was. And, <laughs> and I came across this forum of like banjo players, like a straight up banjo player forum. And there was the same question someone had asked. And there was all these like grumpy old men, like, no, she was playing a guitar, but it just looked like a banjo. Like that's yeah, but they didn't say this, but they were basically saying that it was disingenuous for her to pretend to play a banjo. <laughs> like, and she's actually playing playing a guitar. But there were a bunch of other guys that were like, what does it matter? Like, if she's playing what looks like a banjo, whether it's a banjo or not, she still plays herself. And if it if a kid sees it and they weren't interested in the banjo before, but they see her playing it and they, they want to learn, like, yeah, like, what's the issue? <laughs> So stop being so crotchety, gatekeeping the band. So mean. <laughs> um, so it was really irrelevant, but it just, I don't know, seeing all those people come to her defense about like, that's great. What does it matter? <laughs> Made me happy. Well, you know what that reminds me of? What's that? The music video. Oh yeah, we forgot to did talk about the music video. Did you watch the music video? Yeah, I did. Because that was my first question. Does she play banjo? And I'm glad you Googled it and answered that for me. Yeah, she, she does play it. banjo, but she's not playing it in yeah. the music video or in the Grammys, okay. as I just talked for 45 minutes about. <laughs> yes. No, I'm thankful for that explanation because I was like, she's just strumming. Because Yeah, know. exactly. Because that's really the, the giveaway is the way she's playing it. I'm like, is she just pretend- is she just holding a banjo? But got my answer. Thank yep. you to the banjo forum. I can't remember what it was called. Thank you for Googling that very specific question. <laughs> I love when Google just knows. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, um, but yeah, what did you think of the music video? I love the music video. And I Me love too. how it's she kind of changed um, the story. So it's like kind of broad about like bullying or whatever. You know, it has like the different kids getting bullied and then yeah. they grow up and they're successful. Yeah. And it has that little girl, Joey King in it. Yeah. 
she's like a thing now. I feel like she is everywhere. Yeah. She got real popular. Yeah. I love the way when she is singing and you're a liar and pathetic. I love her face when she's singing those lines. Yeah, she... Oh, man. The delivery. The delivery. It's and she's all like, about the delivery. Tilts her head. Yes, the <laughs> head so good. tilts. So dramatic. <sighs> yeah, I loved the music video. Yeah. It was, it was great. It's a good one. I like when she's uh, tied up on the train tracks. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> she also... I don't know if it's like the first time, but it's her red lip look is really mm-hmm. prominent in that music video. It looks She's so good. She's getting ready for red. Yeah. She's really, ripping uh, up. Between the red lips in this music video and the bangs in Back to December. <gasps> oh. A little, She's uh, getting some little foreshadowing yeah. action. Wow. She is a marketing genius. Yeah. Did I already give my rating and you, you did, did not give, give your yours? rating and then we went off a ta- on a tangent? Oh my was gosh. your rating a seven? I said seven, I think. Okay. Yeah. Mine was a 6.5. Nice. So, yeah. It's a great song. It's not my favorite on the album, but it's yeah. still, I love it. Um, What's your Swifty? Swifty? I don't know. Like a seven? Or is that too high? I I thought like an eight point five because oh okay yeah it's it's still pretty high. It is even though like the list was short. It's the overall message and the underdog and the yeah exactly. And I mean it's just kind of a another like foreshadowing of things to come where you know it's it's really self aware as well, which yeah uh, I think adds to it too. So eight and a half, eight and a half, big old cities, big old cities, <gasps> yes. or we get real um real specific with it. 8.5 nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Ooh, oh, just saying that gave me like the bad feels. Yeah, don't like that. Or when like the your fork scrapes across oh, your plate on accident. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, uh, yeah. Because that's more, you know, I'm never around chalkboards. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> haven't heard nails on a chalkboard in a while. Nails on a dry erase board. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We had the same. We had dry erase boards in school and yeah, some chalkboards. Uh, wow. Wow, we Is did that it. it. So, yeah, that's it. <sighs> this I feel like so this good. the be- I don't know. Maybe it's just the beginning of this album is stacked, but I I don't know. This I mean, is- the beginning is stacked. Yeah, we'll see how the rest goes. Right. Um, are we gonna do our final goodbye? Let's do it. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> this is our last pod because we're definitely getting canceled for being so mean to John Mayer and Sorry. Bob whatever his name is they're both very powerful they'll probably say that we were mean and cancel us okay i'll shut up now we're gonna get a song written about us i hope uh anyway (laughs) join us next time where we'll be talking about the story of us and never grow up get real uh nostalgic in here is that it that's all we got oh swifty's out swifty's out swifty's out gotta say it you have to say it first because one time I tried to say it first and it was it wasn't good. Oh, I'm sure it was fine. No, it was terrible. Good job, guys. Oh, good job, guys. Join us next time and no, I don't like that. Join us next time. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're killing me. Maybe you should read it off. Join us next time and <laughs> you finish the rest, Kristen. I don't like the, the end was what was bad. Okay. Wow.